there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Bet Rivers is your home for betting on the French Open. Log in any day of the tournament to receive a 20% profit boost that you can use on any live in-play bet on the French Open. The top half of the men's draw is loaded, shaping up to be an amazing event. Get your free profit boost today and every day at BetRivers.com or on the app, the Bet Rivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We'll talk some Major League Baseball here as Dan Schulman is kind enough to join us here early on Memorial Day. He is the excellent play-by-play voice of the Toronto Blue Jays. Dan, thanks so much for the time today. How are you? My pleasure. I'm doing well. How about you guys? Yeah, you bet. You know, doing Dan, really well. you're, you're a class act. I'm, I'm going to assume that you've never slapped a friend over a fantasy uh, baseball or fantasy football argument, have you? <laughs> I've never slapped anybody over anything. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, and if I did, it wouldn't be over fantasy football. Although, I guess as we learned, there was a little bit more to it, the, you know, the group chat and all that. No, but uh, I... There's not much in life I take that seriously that I would slap. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. So being around, you know, major league players on a day-to-day basis for so many years, like, do most of them get involved in fantasy leagues that you know of? Oh yeah, they're all into fantasy football. You see it like once August September hits, uh, and especially if you so you walk into a major league clubhouse in Toronto, for example, and you're either going to have it the TVs are either on MLB Network or Sportsnet, which is the network I work for that, that broadcasts the games. Mm-hmm. But if you walk in on a Sunday in September, it's NFL, 100%. <laughs> Saturday, it's college football, 100%. So uh, I think a lot of them are into fantasy football. I don't I don't hear as much about the NBA, and of course they're not allowed to do it uh, in baseball, um, mm-hmm. but uh, I think they're all into fantasy football, that's for sure. Great answer, great perspective. So was this past weekend exactly what the team needed? It felt like something like this had to happen at some point to really like kickstart the team offensively, but also just like the Yankees are so good right now in the East. They've won five straight. They swept the Angels. The sticks are coming around a little bit. Uh, and just what that might mean for this team moving forward, Dan. Yeah, it was huge. It's been a really interesting seven, eight weeks for this team. I mean, at the beginning, they kept winning one run game after one run game. Like their run differential was negative, but they were 15 and eight on the season. That kind of catches up to you eventually. They stopped hitting, totally stopped hitting, and went into a bit of a tailspin. Also, during that time, if you look back at their schedule, and I'm not going to get it 100% right, but over like three weeks, it was like 
Yankees, Astros, Yankees, Astros, Red Sox, Rays, Cleveland, Yankees, or something like that. Like it was, it was a gauntlet, especially in terms of the pitching that they were seeing. The schedule is getting a little bit easier. And then these four games that they just had in Anaheim, like they could have lost all four of them. They easily could have lost three of them. They scratched and clawed their way, got, you know, got the big hit when Mm -hmm. it mattered, got the big out when it mattered. And the angels kicked the ball around uh, in really big moments too. the angels handed the blue Jays a couple of games. So I don't think they're completely out of the woods, but, but my perspective has been, they're not playing very well. And their schedule was the toughest in baseball statistically over the first seven, eight weeks of the season. And they're 27 and 20. That's, that's pretty good. This was a huge four-game sweep for them. Yep, well said. So, the struggles did continue, though, yesterday for Jose Barrios. Um, they were super active as a team in the offseason. Based on the season like he's having, I think they thought he was maybe going to be the ace. Now, Gossman, Manoa, they, they're so good behind him, or they will eventually take over as the two guys, um, like in a playoff series or a potential playoff series. Uh, how active do you think the team is going to be to pursue maybe another starter or another stick in that lineup, you know, before the deadline coming up in two months. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a starter. Uh, you know, like you said, Gosman and Manoa are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. If, if the All Star game were tomorrow, they're both in it, uh, and one of them could be starting. Yep. The Rios has had um, starts that looked bad, where I thought he pitched well and had some bad luck, and then he's had starts where he gave up a ton of hard contact. Um, I think he's going to be okay. It's really kind of mystifying because if you look back at him over the years. Not that he's an all-star every year, but he's about as consistent as any starting pitcher has been in baseball the last six years. That's why they gave him a big contract. Um, you say Kikuchi has been way better, mm-hmm. like way better, a different guy his last four starts. And Hyunjin Ryu has looked pretty good coming off the IL. So I don't think they get a starting pitcher unless somebody gets hurt. Uh, I think they will get a reliever, and I think they will get a bat. Um, who? I don't know. Uh, I think there's a 99.9% chance if they get a bat, he's either a left-handed batter or a switch hitter. They are heavy, heavy, heavy right-handed. They don't have a lot of left-handed thump in their lineup. Most days they're starting only one or two lefties. And I think they'd love to go out and get somebody, Um, you know, total speculation who it would be. But um, the the rumor mill has names like uh, Andrew Benintendi or Ian Happ or guys like that. Um, who I think could help the Blue Jays. They're, they're going to get somebody. If you look at them over the last three years, whether it's in the offseason, signing Ryu, then signing Springer, then signing Gorsman, or what they've done at the trade deadline, they've been very active. And this this Vladdy Bow contending window is wide open right now. So they're they're all in, I think. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Matt Eumannson today for Paulie Howard. Dan, Dan, you... Dan Chilman, our guest from uh, yeah, Toronto Blue Jays play-by-play. Dan, you made a reference to it. The Blue Jays, 27-20 and 20 right now. Run differential, minus one for the season, even after this five-game win streak. The Yankees right now are at plus 71. Uh, are, how legit are the Yankees? Uh, they're 33-15 and 15 after dropping the past two. Can, will the Blue Jays, you think, at some point catch the Yankees? Is that 33-15 and 15 record maybe a little phony? I, I don't think it's funny. I think they're okay. very good. The one thing I would say, I, I mean, the Blue Jays have already played the Yankees, I want to say, nine or ten times. Like, they're already about halfway through their games with them, and the Yankees are very good. Now, when the Blue Jays saw the Yankees, the Yankees were healthy. Since then, Chad Green, we found out, needs Tommy John. Aroldis Chapman's gone on the IL. Uh, I think Jonathan loisica has gone on the IL uh-huh. as well. Uh, John Carlos Stanton's on the IL. Like, they're a little banged up, right? Josh Donaldson's on the IL. You know, they've got some older players who are more prone to injuries, but I think they're they're a terrific team. Their bullpen, when it's whole, is phenomenal. Like, you just don't take a lead away from them. Clay Holmes is the best, is like ridiculous how good he is right now. Um, I think they're very good, but I don't think the gap between the two teams is that strong, is that large, I should say. And, and again, getting back to what I said about the schedule, the, now, the Orioles are better than they were, but the Yankees have played the Orioles 13 times already. 13. Yep. Yep. Blue, Jays haven't, Blue Jays haven't played them once. Mm. So, you know, sometimes who you play is almost as important as how you're playing. And, I, again, the Blue Jays have all 19 games left with Baltimore. Um, they have some other kind of tail-end teams coming up in August and September. I remember when the schedule came out. You know, you started to look at it in earnest over the winter and then into spring training, and I went like, wow. And and the lockout changed something. The Blue Jays were supposed to play the Orioles the first weekend of the season, 
But remember, the lockout took that first week and moved mm-hmm. it, and, and so now it's at the end of the season. So, But I remember looking at the Blue Jays' schedule and saying, man, if they can survive the first seven or eight weeks, they're in really good shape, and they've survived. They, again, they haven't played great. The run differential thing is funny. Last year, they went 91-71, and 71, the Blue Jays did, missed the playoffs, and had a run differential of plus 183 and didn't make the playoffs because – they would annihilate teams, and then they would lose by one run. Yep. And this year, they're winning those close games, and you know they're putting wins in the bank early. I think that you're the perfect guy to ask this question to. Just you know, watching Vladimir Guerrero play every single day, like you did, you know, last year, this year again, and he made a run for Otani. And some people actually said that Vlad deserved to win the MVP uh, last year over Shohei Otani. Now, fast forward to 2022, Shohei goes deep two more times yesterday. He's actually been a better pitcher this year than he was last year. And we've seen kind of Aaron Judge for the Yankees take on that role of Vlad this year, where if there's going to be a guy to chase down Otani and win the American League MVP, it could be Judge. But what does a player have to do to actually beat him out to win that award? Well, if he has the kind of year overall that he had last year, I think it's going to be almost impossible. Now, even with the home runs he hit at the Blue Jays series, his offensive numbers aren't quite where they were last year. Now, granted, offense is down this year, so nobody's offensive numbers really are, are or not many people have the same kind of numbers. But uh, I, if he has that kind of year again, and especially if the Angels are a playoff team or a playoff contender, then it's going to be hard. But, uh, you know, Aaron Judge could give him a run. Jose Ramirez is a ridiculously good baseball player and having an unbelievable year. If Cleveland gets in it, I think he has uh, uh, he has a chance. And let's not forget about a healthy Mike Trout. Like, we take him for granted, but last year, obviously, Trout missed most of the season, so he wasn't a factor. Um, but I, I think there are some guys who could give Otani a run for his money. And, and listen, I, he's phenomenal, and he's, he's so great for baseball to see what he's doing, and I hope he stays healthy. I always kind of worry, though, that on one side of the ball or other, something will happen that will prevent him from doing both, and then he'll only do one, but um, I, I would say he's the early front runner. But I, I, I think there are some more candidates. Like last year, the only guy I think who who had a shot at any point really was Vladdy. Mm-hmm. I think there are three or four guys this year who could give him a run for his money. I think that's pretty spot on, uh, Dan. You do a great job calling games for the Blue Jays. Thanks so much for the time today. We really appreciate that. All right, guys, you got to be well. Be good. There you go, Dan Shulman at d Shulman underscore ESPN. On Twitter. And Aaron Judge is a guy putting up MVP quality numbers. Yankees are going to have uh, a big issue to deal with in the offseason. Are you afraid they're not going to pay him? Well, they offered him $26 million a year. Mm-hmm. He wants Mike Trout type of money. He wants 36 a year. You know who will give why, him 36 a year? He, the Mets? Bingo. The exactly. Angels? Yep. Uh, the Dodgers, somebody's going to step up and drive this market up for Aaron Judge. The Yankees made a big mistake. They should have got, they should have locked up Judge before he hits the open market. Now the price has just gone up considerably. I think the Yankees really misjudged that whole situation. Yeah, uh, I, I do find it fascinating, though, and I do agree with him. There are a couple of guys this year. I'm always like, is Shohei going to get hurt? Please don't get hurt. Right. But I think Devers for Boston. Sure. Um, and by the way, team wins don't – doesn't really matter anymore how many wins a team has to win the MVP. Devers could be another guy. Uh, Judge, for sure, right now would be the one guy in the American League that's like, uh, in fact, if, the, if we voted today, Judge should probably win the award, I would think. Uh, less than two weeks ago, Judge was 25-1 to 1 at the Westgate Superbook to be MVP in the AL. Oh, uh, don't say and that. And that 25-1, six days later, turned into 3-1. to 1. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Sports Betting Network. Back on the program, it is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Matt Humans, and today for Paulie Howard here on Memorial Day. Hope everybody's having a terrific weekend. You know, we do have a game seven tonight in the NHL. Uh, Hurricanes are $1.42 favorites this morning at Circa, where we broadcast from every single day. The Rangers are plus 130. Total five and a half to the under again, minus 140 in this game. I brought this up game five last time they played in Carolina when the number Rangers were like plus 140. Like, is that good enough to make a bet on the Rangers? I never bet it. Uh, I'm probably going to say the same thing again today. Is it going to get good enough, big enough to maybe want to bet the Rangers? The problem is Carolina wins every game at home. They lose every Mm. game on the road. Yeah, that's been the strongest trend, obviously, is uh, the home team has won every game in the Carolina series. I like this Rangers team, man. The blue collar, they're tough. I think I think they mirror the coach, Gerard yep. Gallant. He does that to a team, doesn't he? Yeah, he did a great job here in Vegas with the Golden Knights. He had a fallout with management because uh, management wanted him to use analytics. They gave him daily ana- analytics reports and said, these are the players you should be playing, and he took the reports and threw them in the trash. Mm-hmm. He said, he's an old-school coach. I'll do it my way. And uh, a personality conflict caused him to uh, lose his job in Vegas. But when he went to the Rangers, I had no doubt in my mind that he was going to turn that thing around quickly. It was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. So I can sit here today and tell you, like, if it gets to $1.40, maybe I'll consider the Rangers. But then when it's 2 nothing again with uh, 90 seconds to go <laughs> right, in the game, I'm like, right. why did I even consider the Rangers again? Well, it's tough. It's NBA hockey, it's tough to bet the road team in a game seven. We saw last night the Celtics go to Miami and they win. But in NBA history, the home team wins game seven 78% of the time. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics beat those type of odds. And, and hockey, I would assume the percentage is about the same, but it feels like, uh, especially in this series, the home ice advantage is even stronger. Yeah, the way things have been trending yeah. for the Hurricanes so far in the playoffs. So if the NBA Finals goes to seven games, you're going to like the Celtics to go to San Francisco and win? You know, there's a lot of things that can happen over the course of a seven-game series with injuries, and uh, it's it's just hard to say beforehand. You remember the, I want to say the Golden State-Cleveland series when the, the Cavs players just dropped left and right? Uh, I think Kyrie, Kevin Love went yep. down with injuries early in the series, and before you know it, boom, the Cavs had no chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a couple key injuries here or there could change the entire complexion of the series, so I can't make that sort of prediction, but I'll say this. The Celtics have had a lot of success playing the Warriors on the road, and I think they're going to win a road game or two in this series. I'm, I'm not going to be afraid to take the points, even short number with the Celtics, in road situations in this series. Uh, I don't think the home court is going to be as strong 
in the Boston Golden State series. Yeah, are you surprised, or were you surprised at the send-out on Game 1 with the Warriors at a three-point favorite? Actually, I thought it would be a little bit higher. Yeah. Did you? I thought I thought it would be four. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking four, maybe even four and four a half, half, because you're, you're talking about a Warriors team, and I, I hate the cliche, the rest versus rust and all that stuff, but the Warriors are going to get healthy. They've had almost a full week off, and I said this, I need to throw this out to Mackenzie Kramer or somebody at ESPN Stats and Info. Can we get an answer? Can you recall? Very, very seldom can I, do I recall over the course of the history in the NBA playoffs a team winning a game seven on the road and then winning game one on the road in the next series. Mm. Well, I would say this. Thank goodness for the Celtics. They actually have a couple of days off here. I'm glad the NBA did not say, okay, here's a game seven on Sunday night. Go play on Tuesday night sure. now across the country. Well, if they played Tuesday night, I'd bet against the Celtics. Yeah, I, I don't think the number would be where it is right now. Right? I think they probably right. would open maybe a little bit, a tick higher because all things considered then, to go through that just punishing series and then turn around and fly across the country sure. with like zero rest and go play again against a well-rested Warriors team. That would be the epitome of a bad spot. Uh, it would yeah. be. Here's Celtics head coach Aime Udoka. Talking about how, yeah, the work's not even close to being done. An egg in the finals, and we understand that. Uh, you know, guys were quick to celebrate, but quick to flip the page and say, you know, we got four more. We don't hang or celebrate Eastern Conference championships in the Celtic organization. So we all fall in line and, and, and appreciate that, that standard of excellence. And so playing for championships, we're here now uh, trying to finish the deal. And, and, you know, we played Golden State. Pretty well this year. Obviously, beat them pretty bad late in the season. Um, we were kind of rolling early in the season. Took a close loss, and we had some guys in and out. And um, you know, they had a big lead early, but we fought our way back. So, story of the season. We've competed well against the best teams, and obviously, you have to do that to make it to this point now. So, very confident going in. I know it's another tough challenge. I think Miami will help prep us for some of the off-ball actions and the shooters that they had. Um, but we know it's a high-level team, executing team. At, has a ton of great shooters, great players overall, guys I know well, and we're ready for the challenge. Matt, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How much stock do you put into that championship pedigree for the Warriors? This is now their sixth trip to the finals in the last eight years. Steph Curry is, you know, going for his fourth title. Clay Thompson, same thing. Uh, they've been there. They've done that. The Celtics, not so much. This right. is the first time. Any, any mer- yeah. merit to that? It's an intangible, and yeah. I think it's an important one because the uh, the Warriors have not only been there and done that, they've, they've done it a few times. A lot, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that does matter. And you're talking about guys like Curry and Thompson and Draymond Green who are the leaders of the team and still the leaders of the team who are doing it. And the Celtics here for the first time, a little bit of inexperience on the stage. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely a check mark in the, in the Warriors category. Is it going to be the difference in the series? No, it's going to be who's – we're talking about playmakers and shot makers in this series, and you got them on both sides. I think it's going to be who has a better series, Jason Tatum or Stephen Curry mm. or Jalen Brown or Clay Thompson. You know, it's, it's basically going to come down to which stars perform the brightest. And uh, Who's better over seven games, Andrew Wiggins or Marcus Smart? Yeah, things like that. Yeah, I mean, there were so many – so many things to look at. I, I'm really excited about this NBA Finals matchup. I think this is a great matchup so do on I. paper with the top two defensive efficiency teams in the association. But on each side, you have so many good offensive players. I think you could not – as a bookmaker or a better, I don't think you could ask really for a better Finals matchup. you got you got a lot of attractive betting options here. So I do – you know, what you said earlier today – is exactly what I was thinking last night once the Celtics eventually won. And it's in my head, like, picturing how the Celtics defensively will match Mm -hmm. up against the Warriors. And they are so good defensively. And that's been the story of the turnaround and best team in the league on that side of the the court. Um, They have the individual players to match up with Golden State. I think unlike anything the Warriors have seen specifically in the playoffs. I mean, they landed a Nuggets team in the opening round. They play zero defense, and it was the MVP and nobody else, right? The irony is Denver and Dallas have no D. Yeah. yeah. Me- now, Memphis, that was the stiffest test for the Warriors, no doubt, in the playoffs so far. Yeah. Memphis is a legitimately good team, and they have good defenders. 
uh, they just played a weird series. Yeah. I don't know if the pressure got to them or what it was. Morant also got hurt. The Mavericks are go- not going to also, like, def- on the perimeter, where's the resistance coming from, you know, individually speaking on a player-by-player basis for Dallas? It's just not there. Right. And that's the thing, when you, when you think back in January when you had a lot of critics saying Tatum and Brown can't play together. You're going to have to trade one of those guys. Why, why can't they play together? You, you've got two young stars who play both ends of the court. Right. Uh, two-way players. Why can't they play together? I, that argument never made sense to me. I think it's a lot of times when a team's not winning, you look for uh, reasons or people just look for uh, a quick solution. Well, we just got to trade Tatum or you got to trade Brown. It's not working. There's no reason something like that can't work when you have of course not. two two-way stars who are that young, that dynamic. Of course it can work. And obviously the Celtics have uh, found a way to make it work big time here the last four months or so. Now, the current market for the NBA Finals MVP, the odds here. Anybody jump off the page to you? Curry is the shortest shot, of course, at plus 110. Tatum in the plus 170 range. Um, assuming that you're not going to go with either one of those guys. No, like uh, you, I'm always looking for long shots. Yeah, I think Jalen Brown can make some sense at 11 to one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Clay was so good in Game Five, the clincher, and that's who he is, and you know what he can be from game to game. Um, maybe not for a seven-game series, but he can play like that. Maybe two or three of them. I would actually take, you know, right now current odds, Wiggins 25 to one, I think is a good number, uh, and I don't mind Marcus Smart at 45 to one. I'll look at three guys here. I think um, among the favorites, the most value is on Jalen Brown at 11 to 1. Okay. In that middle tier, I think Marcus Smart has the most value at 45 to 1. And then uh, when you get to long shots, I think Al Horford's got to be the guy at 100 to 1. Now, all three guys I just mentioned are Celtics players. I kind of feel like if the Warriors are going to win this thing, it's going to be Curry or Thompson, who's the MVP. that's why I think if you're if you're looking for long shots, you got to look to the Celtics side. It's probably Marcus smarter out Horford. Remember, human beings vote on this. If Clay Thompson has a really strong series, yeah, all things considered, was away from the game for like three years. The a lot injuries. Of people love that guy for sure. Up next, NHL playoffs. Sean McDonough, ESPN. Are the Rangers really going to shock the world? Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Mitch Moss, along with Matt Humans, filling in today for Paulie Howard. Little NHL now as the great Sean McDonough joins us calling the game tonight for ESPN Rangers and Hurricanes Game 7. Sean, it's great to talk to you. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. You know, why wouldn't you be fired up, right? Game seven in the Stanley Cup playoffs yeah. between these two teams. Really looking forward to it. This is why we do this for a living, right? Yeah, uh, no kidding. We get a chance to do something like this every now and then. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a question, like, from a Las Vegas perspective, because there was a a battle amongst uh, some odds makers and betters out here on the Rangers, like, throughout the entire regular season and before the playoffs, because... Some people would say they fully buy into the team. Chesterkin can be, you know, that kind of a goalie to carry a team and make a deep run into the playoffs. And the, the special teams were so good. Others would say the five-on-five five just is not good enough. They're going to go away quickly. Well, here they are now playing in, like, in a game seven and maybe advance to go take on Tampa Bay. Where are you overall on this team from top to bottom and how good you think they are? Well, this is going to sound like the benefit of hindsight, right? Because here they are perhaps about to advance to the Eastern Conference final if they could find a way to win a road game here in Raleigh tonight. But, you know, I've kind of believed in them for a long time just because, you know, when you start with the goalie, as you did, you know, he was the best goalie in the league this year. Not saying he's the best goalie in the world. The Tampa Bay people always get upset. And I understand until uh, somebody knocks them off, you know, you'd still probably if you were having a draft, start with Andre Vasilevsky, but Shesterkin is tremendous. And then, you know, they, I think the Rangers are talented everywhere you look. You know, obviously they're deep uh, up front. Uh, they're young on defense, but you start with Adam Fox, who won the Norris Trophy last year, and they're talented back there, and they got better as the year went along with the benefit of experience. I think Keandre Miller is a 
better player at age 22 now than he was when the season started. And Gerard Gallant talks about that all the time. So you know, I, I've been a believer. I don't think it's fluky what they've done. And I think you hit on the, the biggest question is, you know, would they get better five on five? And they did, you know, they really got better collectively as a defensive group as the year went along, as you guys both know, I mean, these are the top two teams in the league in the regular season and goals against. So I think they're solid all the way around. I, I think they have a chance to win the Stanley cup. If they can get past here tonight, they think uh, any of the four teams that make it into the final four uh, have a good chance. Sean, what's your opinion on Gerard Gallant? Because when uh, the Vegas franchise was launched, he did such a great job. And a lot of people here love the guy, but he was fired. And he obviously had a personality <laughs> Uh, issue with management. They had they had some differences of opinion. I think he's a great hockey coach, and he's showing out with the Rangers. What do you think of Gallant? Uh, I agree with you completely. You know, I didn't understand it. I think a lot of people around the league didn't understand it when Gerard was let go there, and I don't. I think a lot of people around the league didn't understand it when he got let go in Florida. As a matter of fact, it's a story that we haven't had time to tell yet in this series because we've had so many close games, but. You know, Gerard does not have great memories of here in Raleigh because when he coached Florida in 2016, <laughs> he got fired by the owner on a phone call after the game. And there's a you know famous video and pictures of him getting in a taxi cab while mm-hmm. the rest of the Panthers are getting on the team bus to fly somewhere else. So uh, he's an excellent coach. I think he's been an important part of their success. Now, having said that, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, David Quinn, who was his predecessor with the Rangers, one of my best friends, and. Yeah, I think he did a great job the last three years kind of taking this young team and positioning it for success. He had a winning record. I think they might have been doing a lot of the same things where he's still the coach. But, you know, Gerard just has a knack for, uh, I think, getting the best out of uh, players. You know, he kind of brought a, you know, don't overcoach. Let's let him go out and play mentality here with the Rangers. And I think that it's worked very well. Let's follow the money here. And on it, his, he said, we asked him about that the other day. He said, well, you know what? Yeah, it's got time. I didn't really understand it. But every time I've gotten fired, I've, I've wound up in a really good place. And, you know, he knows how fortunate he was uh, to step into a really good situation here in New York. Yeah, very true. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Sean McDonough is going to be on the call tonight. Game 7, Rangers-Hurricanes in Carolina for ESPN. And I guess we are seeing the, the, you know, the importance overall of home ice in this series in Carolina. I mean, my goodness, Sean, I mean, this is so rare what's happening right now. They haven't won a game on the road. Haven't lost a game yet at home. What do the Rangers have to do tonight to like stop that streak, win a game seven in Raleigh and advance and, uh, you know, move forward. Well, yeah, I think they need, it would help them greatly to get a lead, right? Put uh, Carolina on its heels, uh, take a little starch out of the crowd, perhaps by extension, take a little starch out of the Carolina forecheck, which, you know, they play with great energy here at home. Not that they don't on the road. You know, Rod Brindamore keeps saying, I think we played well in several road games. We just didn't win any of them. But as you said, you know, it's not just unusual, it's unheard of. You know, Mm -hmm. there's never been a team that's played 13 straight games in the playoffs and uh, has uh, been involved with the home team winning all 13 of them. So they need that form to continue tonight. You know, I'd be a little bit uh, afraid if I, I don't know if that's the right word, but concerned might be better. You know, after what we saw the other night in, in game six, you know, it was really the first time that Auntie Ranta, their goalie was shaky mm-hmm. in these playoffs. And as you guys know, you know, he was the backup goalie for most of the year. He's been terrific in the playoffs up until then. And, you know, it wouldn't be surprising if, you know, fatigue had set in. He's played a lot more than he's used to. It's every other day under great pressure. Uh, you know, there's a physical strain, obviously. So I think Rod Brindamore was smart to get him out early the other night, get him a little extra rest, and uh, you know, they need him to be back uh, to what he was. Yeah. Now let's let's flip to the Western Conference here for a second. We're going to get Colorado and Edmonton. Colorado, a pretty sizable favorite out here in Las Vegas and beyond. The total for the game, Sean, is seven, and that just tells you. I mean. It's it. Th- this is going to be must-watch TV, I would think. The games are going to be so so exciting, back and forth. That the talent is going to jump off the uh, the page. You know, when you're watching these two teams play, w- what kind of chances do you realistically g- give Edmonton to knock off this juggernaut in Colorado? Well, a uh, lot better than you would have a few months ago, right? When the yeah, coaching changed, I think Jay Woodcroft deserves a lot of credit. But uh, you know, <laughs> do you bet against McDavid? <laughs> And Drysdale and Kane, you know, I mean, uh, 
what they did, you know, as you guys know, they barely sneaked, uh, sneaked past the first round, snuck past the first round against Los Angeles Kings. And then you know, I picked Calgary to win the Stanley Cup. I thought they were that good, you know, at, at every level of the operation in the regular season. And, you know, Edmonton, the way, the way those guys just die, and it's not just McDavid, that's the scary thing. You know, I think some of the Oilers people were a little annoyed when Matthew Kachuk said in the Calgary series, well, we were letting one guy beat us. It wasn't one guy that beat him. Although uh, that one guy is amazing. One of the great players of all time. And he's still in his mid twenties. So yeah, that that's going to be a very fun series to watch. I, I kind of had a series that'd be the last round when you know, we came back from uh, doing our game the other night. I think there were four goals total in, in our game. It was a three to one game five. And then I came back and turned on the Calgary game and they scored four goals, Edmonton to Calgary in a minute and 17 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, there'll be a lot of goals in that one. I know our, our friends and colleagues from uh, Turner will do a great job uh, covering that series, and we're looking forward to the Eastern Conference Final. Probably be a much lower scoring series, probably. Hey, Sean, you've uh, called about everything: college football, college basketball. Speaking of that, Brent Musburger turned uh, 83 last week. Uh, so <laughs> I know I you got I... before we came on the air, and energetic yeah. than the three, more energetic than the three of us combined. I'm sure. That's no, all I was going to say. You get fired up about nights like tonight when you call a game seven. Are you going to call games now for the next 30 years? <laughs> if I could still do it as well as he does, I would. You know, um, he's a marvel. I- I'd like to do this as long as I can, obviously. There's a reason why, you know, people do this when they're in their 70s and 80s. And, you know, Vince Scully in his 90s, you know, yeah. he could still do it at the highest possible level. It's fun, right? You, you you enjoy doing this. You look forward. You feel blessed to have an opportunity to do a game seven like this. So I just turned sixty earlier this month and uh, feel really blessed to have this opportunity. And just can't wait. You know, and the fun part is we have, should have another uh, great round in the court in the uh, conference finals and mm-hmm. then the Stanley Cup finals. So there's a lot of hockey still to go even after tonight. No doubt. Happy belated, by the way. We have like a minute left here. We've talked about this on the network the last couple of weeks. Where do you personally rank the NHL playoffs compared to the other, you know, three the three other major sports in this country? Well, you know, there's a, an expression in the hockey world: "There's nothing better than the Stanley Cup playoffs," and I really agree with that. You know, they're all great, but you know, the intensity level, you know, and the game is so much faster now. I hadn't done the NHL in 18 years, and you know, one of the things that struck me early on is you can't look down at your notes anymore and look back up because three different people have touched the puck. And I made that mistake <laughs> a few times early in the year. Like, whoa, you got to keep your eyes on the ice at all times. So yeah, the intensity level is amazing. I was at game seven of the Stanley Cup final in 19 at the TD Garden watching Boston and St. Louis. And I said to my buddies, boy, it would be great to have the chance to call this on national TV as I looked up toward Doc Emmerich. And uh, now I'm going to have a chance to do a game seven three years later, and hopefully we'll get a game seven and a Stanley Cup final too. So Stanley Cup playoffs are awesome. Ratings are way up. I think there's a lot of interest, and with these matchups going forward, that's going to continue. That's great. Have a, have a terrific call tonight, Sean. Uh, you're the best. Thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, guys. Great being with you, and happy uh, birthday to Brent. We'll let him know for Number sure. 83. Yep, he's on game seven tonight. <clears throat> Rangers Hurricane, Sean McDonough. Does a great job. In pocket plays what we're betting coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Time for our in-pocket plays. We'll recap what we had on Friday. Uh, I had a loser. Padres first Three got cute, minus a half run, plus 114. That was Manea going for the Padres. He gave up an early first inning home run to Brian Reynolds in that game. I lost that bet. Uh, on to today, where it's kind of a common play with what Matt's going to have. I'm going to go A's first five, plus 155 against the Astros. I will ask you this, though. Are you concerned at all about Blackburn? His last three starts, as I'm looking right now, I'll go back to May 14th. His last, most recent start was his worst, right? Yeah. So, six and two-thirds in a game against the Angels. Five hits, two walks, one earned run. Uh, again against the Angels on the road May 20th. Four and two-thirds, six hits, two walks, two earned. And in the previous game when we both bet him at Seattle, he won the first five, they won the game. Five and one-third, one hit, that was it, but five walks. Yeah, a lot of walks. A little bit concerned about that, sure. I'm a little bit more concerned about the Oakland offense and how much uh, run support is he going to get against Valdez of the Astros tonight. I I considered playing this in the first five, like you are. I I played it for the game. It's the best number in the market right now. It's plus 165, at least what I saw last night. Uh, Blackburn's numbers are great. I I look at the whip more than anything else. His whip is 1.01. Uh, but the fact that he does not allow homers, 47 and two-thirds, one home run allowed That's very this good. season. Yeah, but you can't walk that many guys. Still, over his last 23 innings, he's allowed only three earned runs. I think he's one of the best, uh, most underrated pitchers in MLB right now. And because he pitches for a poor team, you're going to get good prices on this guy. So yep. that's why I look for in baseball betting. Quality pitcher at a good price, and you get that with Blackburn tonight at plus 165, and you got him in the first five. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Which is honestly probably the better way to play it. Oh, that's the only bet that I have as of okay. right now. I'm not I'm not going to go nuts here on Memorial Day with a full card. What are you up? What okay. Are you up? Yep, I go. had a split on Friday night. Lost with the Rays against the Yankees. One with the Blue Jays over the Angels. Blue Jays swept that weekend series. Uh, by the way, I talked about underrated pitchers. I think Zach Gallon of the D-backs. The secret's out now, right? Yeah, I'd say so. He was, uh, I think, a lot more underrated the first month of the season. But, again, his whip is outstanding, 0.83. He's got 47 strikeouts over 45 innings, allowed only two homers. Gallon as a home dog tonight, the D-backs plus 105 against the Braves and Spencer Strider. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, two of my favorite pitchers here in the home dog role. A's plus 165, D-backs plus 105. Okay, very good. In pocket. D-back, by the way, those D-backs and Braves have uh, very similar records. Yeah. And uh, I think the D-backs won game under 500 for the season, so they've been actually a really competitive team. 
In Pocket is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern uh, at BetRivers.com. I did make a play in the future market yesterday at the Westgate here in town uh-huh. uh, to lead the league in home runs. So Jorge Soler went deep twice yesterday. Now the Marlins are on the road beginning today against Colorado. Yeah. So I need, if ever, I can get like five home runs from a guy. Am I asking for too much? In a single series, um, I bet him at 500 to 1. Okay. He has 11 now after yesterday. He Trust me, I, I drafted him in my fantasy league. I had to drop him right away because he was not hitting the ball at all. But now he's gotten hot. He's at 11. He's got some work to do. Yeah. But Judge has, what, 18 after yesterday to lead the league? And we were talking again about where Judge could possibly go in the offseason if he doesn't stay with the pinstripers. The biggest question is, how much can you give this guy? Because that injury seems like it's inevitable, right? And, and maybe this is the year it doesn't happen to him, and he hits 55 home runs to lead the league, and he wins the American League MVP. It's funny how that happens a lot of times when a guy's in his contract year, right? Oh, yeah, hilarious. Headed into free agency, Aaron Judge looks better now than he's ever been. I think you have to have some injury concerns with him as you project over the next five to seven years. He's 30 right now? 30. I. I'm going to guess in this offseason, he gets a contract in the neighborhood of five years and $200 million. That's 40 per. The Yankees tried to sign him for $26 million per uh, right before this season. Uh, they're going to have to ante up if they're going to keep the face of the franchise. You and I were talking about it. Angels, Giants, Mets. There's going to be some teams out there that drive up the price on Judge. I think. And if he, right now, if he continues to hit the way. He is. He's going to be the home run champ. Yeah, he is in the American League. But will an injury get that's in his thing. way? Like yeah. if he stayed, that that's kind of what you're betting on right now. First of all, the number. I mean, he's like plus one ninety, I think, to win the home run title. Mm-hmm. Which there's no way I can make that bet. Right. Uh, before June, there's no chance. So he does have eighteen. If he stays healthy, very good chance here that he wins this thing. But that's probably a very big if that I'm also talking about. If he stays healthy. And I told you during the break, Aaron Judge at 30 years old, this has Angels, offseason, contract, too much money, too many years written all over it. I think five for 200 is about right for him. I'm not going to be surprised if somebody goes five for 250. Sure. Especially if he stays healthy this entire year and he smacks mm-hmm. 55 home runs. Yeah. If you think about it, so Aaron Judge played at Fresno State. The San Francisco Giants packed that stadium every night. Yep. They need a face of the franchise. Why would they not pay up for a guy like Aaron Judge? Interesting. Hey, we need to um, deliver on a tease that our producer, Dustin, tweeted out before the weekend. Mm-hmm. I am going to give you a quick review of the Arby's new uh, Wagyu Steakhouse Burger. If anybody, if anybody in the world can comment on this, it is Matt Humans. At halftime of the uh, Celtics Heat game last night, I went out to Wendy's. Or excuse me. I went to Arby's. And I uh, got the Wagyu burger. I was excited about this. Look how tantalizing that thing looks on the photo. Yeah, it looks tasty. Oh, man, does that look good. So the best Wagyu burger I've ever had, you've probably been to the M Resort Casino out here in Vegas. Oh, I have, yeah. There's a restaurant there called Anthony's. Have you been there? I believe I have. Is it upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, I think, it, yeah. So there's a Wagyu burger out there. It's $25. It's phenomenal. All right, the Arby's Wagyu burger is I got the receipt here. Seven dollars and twenty-nine cents. You can't sell a Wagyu burger for seven seven. You really can't. You can't. No. So I'll say this: it was good. It was not great. And the thing about the Wagyu burger at Arby's is fifty-two percent Wagyu and forty-eight percent ground beef. And when you eat it, it tastes like just another hamburger. Oh, it does. Now I think the toppings they put on it are great. The sauce and everything. Definitely enhances the thing, but when you eat this burger, it's good, but it doesn't taste like a Wagyu burger. It does taste like something that's 50% Wagyu. Okay, so when you bite into it, your instant reaction is, oh my God, I have to have this thing like three times a week. That never popped in your head? No. Okay. Maybe once a week. You know, what, what's your favorite fast food burger? Stay, it's probably uh, a Shake Shack, right? I'm going to go the double stack at Shake Shack. That's great. I had that thing for the first time in probably four years. Yeah. Uh, 
two months ago. Wait a minute, you went four years without the, without the double stack. Oh, okay. Without the double stack, I had it again randomly one day, and I'm that's I took one bite. And I was like, oh, wait, what? And instantly, I had these thoughts of <laughs> this is better than In and Out. Yeah. I want to have this oh, thing yeah. way more than I do. I had it again two weeks later, and I thought the same exact thing. Yeah. I'm like, what was I doing? This thing is unbelievable. It's a great burger. Shake Shack's incredible. So I would say this Arby's Wagyu burger is probably not as good as uh, the Shake Shack. Okay. Did you? It's good. You, you it's kept good. the receipt. Good, but not great. That's the bottom line. Well, I you wanted, plan on I wanted it to off? get the uh, cost right. Here you go. Okay. Seven dollars, and you cannot get a true Wagyu burger you for can't. seven bucks. No. I give Arby's all the props in the world for trying this. Sure. Uh, you know, like I said, Arby's is a gambling franchise. They take chances. They're innovative. Some things hit, uh, some things them, don't. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have hits yeah. and misses. Now, uh, did you make a – you left at halftime. You were watching it with a bunch of other guys over um, the, yeah. the playoff game last night, game seven. Did you make a run for everybody else? Did you ask anybody? I, asked, I said Adam Hill, Doug Kazarian, a couple of us. Anybody else want the Wagyu burger? No. Nah, they all said nah, no? No, nah, no. Nah. Were you back in time for uh, third quarter? back in time for the start of the third quarter. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you know. Yeah, you know exactly. Best routes available, locations. You oh, know, yeah. you got this all memorized. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask you, all right, it was great to have two of the best play-by-play guys in the business. That was a hell of an hour, yeah. Dan Shulman, Sean McDonough. Who wins game seven tonight? I'm going to I'm gonna go. Stick with the trend? N- no, I'm going Rangers. Rangers? If the number gets good enough, I will I'll probably. Here's the thing. If I bet it, they'll lose. If I don't bet it, they'll win. That's the way tonight will go. <laughs> Okay. Because it's the home thing is just so weird. Carolina. It, this does not happen, Matt. No, it doesn't. It's we, really, really strange. Game sevens in the Stanley Cup playoffs, awesome. Yep, yep. Thanks for sitting in the last couple of days. Great to be here. All the uh, way back tomorrow. Yeah, that's it for us. Uh, enjoy the games tonight. Back tomorrow, 7 Eastern. We'll see you. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting on to help improve your betting on to help improve your betting on to help improve. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.